What we're all missing in our life, to be honest, is the permission to have the pleasure, the self-love, the connection to self. Have you realized that most of the things that we invest in as women have been things to make more money, have more growth in our businesses, get a better body, which is a beautiful thing because yes, we're expanding, we're becoming the woman of our dreams, but oftentimes we forget and we negate the pleasure investments. And this is the most important part because if we don't have pleasure in our bodies, if we don't know how to attune to pleasure, then the process of getting the body of our dreams or having the success or building the brand will be void of pleasure too. We have never been taught how to actually use our pussy energy in everyday life. We have not been taught to manifest with pussy energy. We have not been taught to have conversations through desire. Instead, we have been taught the masculine way, and that's putting our blinders on and getting the work done. So we go on this accomplishing thing, spiral, and realize, wow, I've accomplished all of these things, yet I still feel empty. I still feel like my life is boring. And honestly, if you're saying in your mind a lot, my life is boring, I'm lonely, I'm not living the life of my dreams, and you think that accomplishing more will give you that, that's where we're wrong, right? We will start tuning into a better quality of life when we know how to hold pleasure. And that is what the Pleasure Academy is all about. It is the portal for self-care, more self-love, and of course, connection to pussy energy. It is learning how to tap in to full pussy living to our fullest expression of our turn on. And there is nothing like this program out there right now. This is going to be weekly devotions together to come into a space and allow ourselves to receive. This, when we allow ourselves to receive through pleasure, this is how we actually keep growing and receiving more too. There's a lot of subconscious blocks around receiving because usually receiving means for a lot of us that we have to work really hard, that receiving more is not fun, that receiving more is hard. And we're here to change all of that. So the Pleasure Academy is a beautiful portal, a beautiful program to tap into your highest expression, your most turned on self. It is going to help you become a massive receiver to the universe, learn how to manifest through pussy energy and connect to your turn on. Come join us for this sexy love affair with yourself and with each other. I'll leave the link for you below and I cannot wait for you to join. Welcome to the Pleasure Queen podcast 
your experience into the divine feminine magic. I am your host, Emily Whiteside, the Pleasure Queen. I've taught hundreds of women how to connect deeper into their pleasure, their sensuality, and authentic expression, to tap into their goddess energy. In this podcast series, we explore what it means to be an empowered woman and talk about everything from sex to pleasure to wealth to energy to entrepreneurship. I'm so excited to have you here on this journey. Now let's get intimate. Okay, happy whatever day it is that you're listening to this. Oh my goodness, I feel like there is so much to celebrate, yet I'm just in the celebration energy right now. I'm just high on life, like flirting with life. And I think that it's such a beautiful thing when the weather and the sun starts tuning up a little bit too. Like summertime is one of my favorite times of the year. So it's just feel good freaking feelings right now. I hope you're feeling the same. I want to have a conversation today on codes that we all hold. And here's something super funny. Well, I guess it's not funny, but here's something that's super true is the way I have literally built success is by me learning more about myself. Like our society has taught us from the beginning to lack like that we're lacking everything, that we need everything. So it's our job as we start to turn into turned on women and to expand, our job now becomes how can I hold this with desire? So I don't need, I've gotten to the point in my spiritual journey of many, 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 many years of doing this work I have gotten to the point where I do not need anything. I don't need friendships in order to have fun or feel like I belong. I don't need a boyfriend or a lover in order to feel sexy or turned on or to feel loved. I don't need a business in order to experience freedom. And I don't need money in order to feel successful. The only thing I truly need is me. And that's been the work over my lifetime. It's been learning how to detach from outside things and own my power from within. So these are the codes that I now hold, right? And what our job is, is to actually just liberate ourselves from these codes. Like it's to liberate ourselves from the lack mentality, from the lack thinking. And I have, because I don't need anything. And when we start to turn in, tune in to turn on, like we don't need the friendships. We don't need the partnership. We don't need the money. We don't need the clients. Guess what happens? We begin to have higher standards we begin to prioritize the things that actually matter to us. So I remember when I, like in my early 20s, when I had all of the, even in high school, I had all of these friends, like big amounts of friends who were going out drinking all of the time and partying. Were they actually true, real friends? Some of them, yes. A lot of them, no. 
but because I felt like I wanted to belong. I felt like I needed friendships in order to be happy. My circle was a lot bigger and I accepted breadcrumbs. I accepted people into my life that didn't actually care about me. They just wanted the next party to go to. They just wanted, you know, somebody that they could drink with. They just wanted to know what was going on. They didn't actually hold me and care about me. And the same thing would happen with men. So when I was dating, even in my 20s as I was dating, to be honest, I mean, my 20s, we all have our hot mess 20s. Now I'm in my 30s, so I'm super mature. (laughs) I'm just teasing. But I'm like, my 30s, I'm going into my 30s a much different woman than I went into my 20s with, like a whole different human, except for now I'm just more of myself. Back then I was just leading through my insecurities. But with men, what I would see because I needed a man. I wanted a boyfriend so bad. I needed it to feel wanted, to feel loved, to feel like I had plans, to feel like I was accepted. And I accepted all the freaking breadcrumbs from these men. I cared more about how they felt than I did about myself. The question that would run through my mind all of the time with these men was, What can I do better so he'll like me more? What does he want me to do? What can I shift for him? And I'd bend over backwards for them. Hence why I attracted relationships that didn't end up working out. Because I would finally wake up in each relationship and say, they're not actually prioritizing me the way that I want to be prioritized. They are not holding me like I hold them because I've never even given them the opportunity to or they're toxic and they don't actually care. They're just vampires, like blood suckers, energy suckers. So instead of wasting our time, and then I started to wake up and now I don't have to waste my time with things, right? And the same thing goes in business. Like how often have we accepted clients that we know are not aligned, that we know are coming in and all they're going to do is complain the whole time or not show up. And although that's not our responsibility to how somebody shows up for the container that they've invested in, because we hold it, we do it. We're like, this is the what you get if you don't show up to it. There's nothing I can do. But we, if we continuously get clients like that, it just means that we're accepting breadcrumbs from people in our work. We're accepting breadcrumbs from what we charge. So the less we tune into lack and the more we tune into to desire, the stronger our standards are going to be. The more that people will know how to show up in our world because we set the quote unquote rules. So here's the question right now. Where are you in need of something and how can you detach and give it to yourself? This is the hardest part, honestly. 
Because, and actually the journey that I've been on being single for the last, I mean, since 20, since mid 2020, I've been single. Like, yes, I've had flings. Like, yes, I have dated people, but I was never committed to one person. I was never in a relationship with somebody. So I have had to kill the the dragon, slay the dragon of, oh my God, I'm so lonely. And sometimes when we're that lonely, it feels so good when anybody enters our world. And I remember after I had broken up with my relationship of a couple years, and then I went into the next like fling or the next, like I, I started dating somebody and we weren't in a relationship, but we were seeing each other. We were going on several dates and I remember thinking that it feels so good to just have somebody again. It feels so good to hang out with somebody again. But then I realized very quickly that this person's giving me breadcrumbs. This person's not showing up for me the way that I would want a real true relationship. This person doesn't care about me This person doesn't want to find love with me. They just want to find the bedroom with me. So that's when I had to stand and tune into the standard. Is the space, is the breadcrumbs better than the time that I could just spend with myself? No, it never is. It might fill a void for a very short while, but it's never worth it. So to stop accepting breadcrumbs in our life, we have to learn to love the time alone. Whether that means actually physically alone, like in our alone time, in our me time, doing things by ourselves, and or without receiving the money or without receiving the clients, who are you being? Can you still hold your power through it? Can you still love yourself in the moments when nobody is reflecting back to you how amazing you are? Can you do it without filling a void? So that's the work that we have to learn to do. And the work that we do here in my world is we learn, this is actually reclamation of our power and our turn on is when we don't need anything else. We just desire things. So I'm not saying that I don't desire friendships and I don't want a partner. I do want those things, but I'm coming at them from a place of desire. Now with friendships, I don't accept breadcrumbs from friendships. If my friends are not like asking me to do things, wanting to see me, wanting to celebrate with me, they're not going to be my friend. (laughs) It's just not going to happen for me anymore. I can go celebrate and do those things by myself or with friends that actually care to do those things. Same thing with men. I don't need a man to have to find romance, to find turn on, to have an orgasm. My vibrator does a very good job of that. <laughs> As I think most of us can attest to, right? It's like the vibrator does a much better job than most one night stands I've ever had in my life. Actually, scratch that. The vibrator does a much better job than any one night stand I've ever had in my entire life. So it's like, why would I have the one night stands? I'm not going to have them. They don't serve me. That's not what I want. I know what I'm looking for and I desire. So when we speak 
to things from a place of desire, it means that we are fully in our standard and we know what we want and we don't need it to fill a void. We want it in our life. It's making our lives better. So if a man, and same thing with a man, like, that's dating me. If I'm not making his life better, why would he want me to be in his life? He's going to want to be with me because there's adventure and romance and spontaneity and excitement and hot sex. So I have to hold that in myself and not accept less. We are no longer settling. We're not settling. And I know in our early 20s or whenever it is in your life, it was for me, it was my early 20s where I was accepting a lot of breadcrumbs from people because I didn't realize, wait a second, these people don't actually care about me. If they cared, they'd show up. I'm done with that. We are done with that. If people are not showing up for you in the way that you want to, it doesn't mean that they don't care. That's not the thing. Doesn't mean like, okay, this means none of my friends care about me or none of the people in my life care about me. That's not the thing. They do care about you. They're just showing you the ways that they care about you with how they can hold. And to my standard, I want somebody like a relationship. It didn't mean like my exes didn't care about me. They cared about me, but they can only care about me as much as they can care about themselves, as much as they can hold. So I'm not going to accept their breadcrumbs. It doesn't mean they don't care about me. They do, probably, mostly, but they're just not sharing, they're not making my life better, right? So it's a beautiful thing to say, hey, I see you and I respect you. And I know of you, but I don't want you in my life anymore. And maybe we don't even have to say those things. We just have to decide, like, stop giving our energy to things that aren't giving their energy to us in the way that we want to. So when we start to prioritize ourselves, we start to hold standards for how people show up for us. We no longer accept breadcrumbs. We stop settling. And therefore, we make room for desire, and for people who actually want to be in our world and respect and love us. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing in business because your clients love and respect you and we're having mind-blowing conversations and we're up-leveling together and we're celebrating together and I see her and she sees me and we both win. And I do the same with my coaches. And then we're it like this in my friendships. We celebrate together. We might not see each other as much, but when we do, it's mind-blowing. It's so good. It's like, oh, this is amazing. So it doesn't mean that we have to have these super high expectations for friends or for clients. Like They have to do all of these things in order to be in our life. It's We're taking it with a little bit more humbleness or humility. We're taking it from the place of, I'm not accepting the breadcrumbs, but also I'm not putting these super, super high expectations on people that they'll never be able to uphold, right? It's like, do I feel good when I'm in their energy? Do they feel good in my energy? If that answer is yes, then 
let's work on our relationship or let's keep this relationship going and I can do more and you can do more. Maybe we're content with just seeing each other once a year and that's fine. But it's not putting, it's not accepting breadcrumbs just to go to into a space with somebody and be like, I would have had much more fun alone. They're just dragging me down the whole time. That's where we have to reevaluate. So this is just a peace of mind. Like, a, like, is there anybody or any situation in your life where you're still accepting breadcrumbs? And how can you detach from need and tap into desire? This is the work. And I hope you have fun doing the work. And I'll catch you in the next episode. If you're not part of the Magnetic Muse membership, where I share mini programs every month or new masterclasses every month, as well as a hot seat Zoom coaching together, make sure you get inside. It is such a beautiful portal for sensuality, pleasure, power, and all of the success that you are so deserving of. I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Pleasure Queen podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to screenshot it and tag me in your stories on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at pleasurequeenxo. Also, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all the new episodes that come out. I will see you soon.